0: No solicity, it's against law. So is murder. Catherine Hepburn is Grace Quigley, a woman with a special interest in murder.
1: Gangway!
0: Nick Nolte is Seymour Flint, a hitman with a guilty conscience.
1: Seymour, one week you tell me I don't want to hurt anybody, Doc. The next week
0: you come in here and you tell me who you killed. Yeah, yeah, I know how mixed up I am. That's why I pay you $75 an hour to unmix me. What happens when a hardened criminal teams up with a sweet old lady? I want someone killed. I think you're the man to do it. Grace wants to help her friends go out in style. You're asking me to commit murder. Think of it as a favor to a nice hope and a good deed. They form a partnership to lay her friends to rest. He took one look at me and killed all were dead.
1: Hey, everybody, it's the cannon crew.
0: said it that way to annoy jd That's and today mm-hmm. on the canon cruisers we check out the 1985 canon classic mm-hmm. the final feature film of katherine hepburn before she died yep. um grace quigley yep also starring nick Nolte and kit le yeah. or kit le And yeah in the first movie yeah so, they, the, alternatively, the t- movie is also known in some places and some versions as The Ultimate Solution of Grace Quigley. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by uh, Hepburn, Stalwart, Anthony Harvey. Mm-hmm. And written by some random
1: dude named A. Martin Zweibach. Yes. And the reason we have to specify the multiple titles is because there's multiple different cuts of this movie. There I mean, are three cuts of this movie. Yep, but only one of them is really officially available. And it's the one we watched, which is the original theatrical version. It's literally the only version available. The other ones they are not for public consumption. Yeah, and they've never been re-released official, unofficial, officially sort of like the Cobra workprint cut. Never been released officially. So, this movie is about
0: the youth in Asia. The youth in Asia. And that's not me being funny. I I, I just can't say euthanasia properly without prompting.
1: Yes, because that's what the movie is about. Catherine Hepburn plays the titular Grace Quigley.
0: A headstrong old woman mm-hmm. who partners with a professional hitman to start a business that euthanizes the more miserable members of New
1: York's elderly community. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like the kind of setup for a wacky 80s comedy, but it's not really like that. It's supposed to be a comedy. It's not really a comedy. It's more lighthearted. But until I made that edit, it was a neo-noir black comedy... <laughs> apparently because of everything's a neo-noir now. But uh, this movie is about the two of them from different sides, trying to reconcile with the fact that I guess that she, she wants to die, but then she changes her mind because she thinks killing other people uh, for suicide reasons is good. And he's comes uh, from the other perspective where he kills people for a living, but he, he takes it very seriously. So he finds it difficult to come to her perspective. So they go back and forth through the movie. Mm-hmm and there are several instances
0: where i don't think that was the intention but it became off like a message movie because suddenly she was on a soapbox talking about the rights for
1: people to choose whether they want to live or die it could except the themes of the movie definitely don't come down on either one of their sides on this issue it's just more of a setup for the back and forth and by the ending including the original ending which i guess we talk about in a bit but and none of the endings really make either of them to be
0: correct. Yeah, and also none of the <laughs> endings really, actually, they kind of do, but some of them
1: don't. It's like it's a it's a really tough movie to end. It is because it's like I said, it's it's comedic, but it's not a comedy. It's, it's supposed to be a comedy. It's not really one though. There aren't really much in the way of jokes. There's like lines that are supposed to be funny. Some it's are quite funny. witty. There are some good scenes, some some laughs are in there. It's. But I it's, mean, how about the,
0: the, the, the whole entire penultimate scene of the film where there's a car chase with a bunch of hearses yeah. uh, resulting in the death of one woman who really wanted to die.
1: Mm-hmm. Which uh, came about by accident. Because the brakes gave out in the car. Which is quite telling because aside from one of the suicides in the movie... The yeah, other like, ones are accidental. Yeah, like, like except for one group suicide that
0: he assisted with, mm-hmm. and they could have done the exact same thing without his help. Yeah, they, a group of people died, suicide yeah. pact. The other ones, one died from the anticipation and from I'm gonna get a little blue here <sighs> from an erection, okay. um, and they the other be. one died by her own hand, and she thinks he's the one that cut the brakes
1: somehow while they were driving. I don't know. Yeah, well, also in that scene is they ended up they were she was chasing him who ended up chasing them and then she ended up chasing him so it was a weird run around and then at the end while he's trying to kill
0: his mother figure because she's betrayed him and the the um values that she has imparted into him that's been allowing him to be able to accept the fact that he's a killer
1: Mm -hmm. and then she and that that, and that he could do something good and then she comes around on that herself by deciding that uh, wait a minute this this isn't how you should be this is wrong and they have to go back and forth on that there's a lot of that sort because of thing. Because
0: she gets power corrupt. She gets power mad,
1: J.D. Power mad. Mwahaha. Kill the taxi driver. Mm-hmm. And then he does, but he didn't really do it. Oh, no. In the original cut, very
0: obviously he did kill him. Yeah. In like, the original cut. Like the scene before the... What What was what was the Love Conquers All ending was added onto it. Um, Very clearly he killed that man.
1: Well, I guess you might as well say what the the ending is in this movie and then what the original ending is. Okay,
0: so... so the main bone of contention between the two of them is mm-hmm. that he comes to appreciate having a mother figure mm-hmm. having somebody in his life his mental issues are slowly being healed mm-hmm. and he's actually got has love because he's never had parents mm-hmm. he's never had a love and she's becoming corrupted with it now she no longer wants to die she wants to help other people who, who need to die or want to die mm-hmm. have to have that assistance and then because she got insulted by a taxi driver who was kind of a scumbag. Yeah. And generally people be like, I hope you die. It's like, no. It literally goes up to her son figure and goes,
1: I want you to kill him because he insulted me. I think it was in her cases that she was taking this whole thing way too lightly. Yeah, she was, was taking it way too which lightly. Which was, I think, kind of the, their whole argument at the beginning of the movie, which was that he's the killer and he's saying, you you don't understand what I, what I do, do you? And, it's true that she didn't really and then at that point was where she's just like I want you to kill this guy is like offhand it's
0: oh no and then she real and then she's going to his psychiatrist and going I want you to convince him to kill this man because if he doesn't I'm gonna send a letter yeah. to the so-and- so and it's gonna implicate both you for knowing that he's uh he's a killer and him in the murders that have been occurring mm. it's like oh whoa oh whoa, whoa. What, what,
1: what are you doing here grace what, wait what yeah, she was basically going way too far with her. Original you you thing. played
0: matchmaker. You got him and his prostitute girlfriend to set themselves straight. Other than helping old people die because they're terminally ill and they want their insurance money to go to their kids or to
1: whoever's left. Yeah, that that was another weird thing is how the relationship ended up. with being saved her and almost saved him, but she almost dragged him back into it. And then by the end of the movie, at least in the original. So, so then what
0: then this? The, so that the, bone of contention, hmm. he in what very obviously was the second to last scene of the movie, comes yeah. in and it's like after all this whole big back and forth, they've forgiven each other. She mm-hmm. says, you know what? I'm wrong. You don't need to kill him. He, then he goes out and in this version of the film, it's implied yeah. that he killed this yeah. taxi driver. Mm-hmm. And he has a breakdown and she comes to realization. So she starts having to nosebleed mm-hmm. from the guilt. Yeah. So like she finally him, understands. She finally has that understanding of mm-hmm. what, it, and, and you can see him completely destroyed, that he killed this man, mm-hmm. who didn't really deserve it, but his mom wanted it. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to her attempting suicide by jumping off of a bridge, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, oh, no, Ma, I shot him. I shot at him, and I missed him. Ha, 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 ha. Get mm-hmm. it? I It's like, I don't want to kill anybody anymore. Ha, <laughs> ha. It's okay. implied that he lied,
1: basically. He
0: Yeah, it's like he lied to her because he, he wanted her love, and ha yeah! It's mm. like, no, obviously, the way you were acting, you killed me, you're not that good of an actor. As a char- no, no, I don't mean the actor's not that good of an actor. Mm. The character is not that good of an actor. He freaking killed that man. Yeah. And then, as... It's almost like it's a dream, JD! It's almost like it's a dream! She, yeah, he, um... They forgive each other again, she doesn't mm-hmm. kill herself. Uh, they, they go off and they... They, they run away together because they don't want to kill anybody again. It ends with a wacky sequence of them of mm-hmm. saying, you know what, we're closing down the business. We, we're not going to have to do this anymore. But mm-hmm. Take me home, son. Take me home. Okay, Ma. And when they get there, it's all their clientele waiting for them. The hundreds of old people. Yeah. And they run away and jump into a taxi. And who right. should it be? Like the, taxi driver the, 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 the jerk-ass taxi driver that he shot at. Mm-hmm. And they break out laughing and freeze frame Cut to the credits. Nice. Qu-
1: yeah, that's that's the uh, theatrical ending of the movie. Yeah,
0: the original first viewing ending now that made this movie thirty minutes longer mm-hmm. in the oh, in the original like hands cut that made critics very angry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the so, same so basic movie. Except it, for the so other than the part we were just talking about earlier, where it's like mm-hmm. she he comes and he admits to her that he killed a man, he killed him for her, and it breaks her. They and she's telling, Oh, we're gonna go to Coney Island, we're gonna go to the beach, we're gonna go have a good day. In that version of the movie, Mm -hmm. she they go to Coney Island and she walks into the sea to kill herself Mm -hmm. and gets swept away by the tide. Mm -hmm. He sees her dying, and because that's his mother, he goes in to save her Mm -hmm. and fails to do so and gets swept away with her by the time you know it's a metaphor for Mm -hmm. the situation that's going on with them that they're being swept away by their killing yeah and the movie ends with their death yeah and then in the the third version of the movie the writer's cut in the movie it's roughly the same length as the director's original version but it it makes it darker and more surreal to get it deletes some of the comedy but opens up with the A moment that would make more sense with that ending, which is still the ending—the bad dream
1: of uh, her family. But but not yeah,
0: with a nightmare and you realizing, okay, she's everybody she's known has died before her her husband, her children, her family, her siblings, Mm -hmm. her parents, and 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 that understanding and that's how that movie ends. And and from the understanding is that is a better version, but it's darker. It's almost
1: a different tone completely. Almost a
0: completely different tone to the movie. So the love conquers all ending, and this one is kind of a whiplash with the rest of the film, but. Not Does as it, much that's, as
1: a whiplash as the original ending would have been because of the way they yeah, changed the tone. Yeah. So,
0: but there's not really much. Uh, honestly, just reading, it's like there's not much of an improvement. But also from the movie itself, it's very. It was a tightrope because a tightrope, not tightrope, tightrope, mm-hmm. because of the subject matter and because, like I said, they didn't know if they wanted to be a comedy mm-hmm. a me- or a message movie. Yeah. And the love conquers all is more of a comedic ending. I think it probably And the other would. one is
1: more of a tragic ending. I think the comedic one works better with the rest of the movie, at least the ver- the cut we have, which is a lot more it's not really comedic, but it's more lighthearted for most of it with spikes of more dramatic stuff. An ending like that just kind of doesn't really mesh with the rest of it. So you're just sitting there like, "Okay, why?" And but if you see the original writer's version and you see what he would have had in that version including the opening, it that ending makes more sense in that version. And now we can we have to say that we have not seen the mm. original hundred and
0: what, what did I say like a seven minute movie, yeah. uh, like like longer no like a half hour like longer so like mm. almost two hour movie mm. versus the final eighty seven minute version we saw mm. and we haven't seen the writer's cut because neither of the those two versions are commercially available or yeah. legally available. I haven't seen anything, cuts. and if they are available, they're probably like eighth generation bootleg. Yeah. rips of them somewhere it's one of those types of things uh yeah. so the only version is the theatrical cut by canon version mm-hmm. um
1: so, you might well so just... the
0: only so this is where we do our weekly plug for the canon film guide <laughs> volume two where he goes more in depth on the production of the film yeah and there's a lot in, in that, a lot and that, and that's how and that's where we got this information explaining the differences between the endings mm-hmm. and also some information from our favorite place,
1: IMDb, <laughs> with the worst trivia of all time. <laughs> so we might as well go straight into that. From that into your general impressions of Grace Quigley. The character was fine. Yeah. The movie was
0: okay. Yeah, the
1: movie was okay.
0: It's like I said. It 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 tried to walk that tightrope, but it kind of, eh, it didn't really. I don't know. Do maybe,
1: it. maybe I was expecting it to be worse than it was. But... Oh, no,
0: I I was, but I I also every time it became a little it, soap boxy, I kind of went, "Oh, I'm getting some bad
1: ambassador vibes here." Oh. Yeah, almost except like I said, I think they pull they pull it off a little bit by making them go back and forth a lot in the movie. Yeah, like the the actors in this film are a good choice. They they do a really good job. They they sell the story, they sell the comedy even when, like, the comedy itself isn't always funny, I guess. It works nonetheless, because they have a lot of older actors in there, too. So it it feels very old Hollywood a lot of the time, in a good way. And because of that, because of that tone, like I said, it makes the ending we have here work better than if it was filmed differently, I think. Because it feels a lot more like an older movie, especially with the ending. So... Yeah. B- before we go on to the highlights and the lowlights
0: because like, I never know where to put these type of little trivial mm-hmm. things so there's an apocryphal story mm-hmm. about this film yeah that well at the time this is when Nick Nolte was having the troubles yeah where he was a uh, really bad alcoholic this is when he was getting into them yeah like really bad mm-hmm. and um, he would show it's like there was tension between him and Catherine Hepburn mm-hmm. uh, but she's a consummate professional and it didn't show in the movie no it didn't but one day, he showed up on the set, super late, mm-hmm. super drunk, super hungover, mm-hmm. and she says to him, Heppen says to him, I hear, you've been drunk in every gutter in town. Mm-hmm. And Nolte replies, and this is a book for again, mm-hmm. he thinks, and he goes, eh, I've still got a few left to go.
1: <laughs> that sounds like Nick Nolte, too. <laughs>
0: That sounds like it's almost scripted. That's why I'm like apocryphal. Yeah. It sounds like somebody was writing a screenplay it about sounds this. Like it. And, but it's like I could see mm. Catherine Hepburn and Nick Nolte saying those exact things. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: And I, like I said um, because of because of uh, how professional she was, it did not show in the movie, especially with her co-star Kit LaFevera or LaFever. LaFever in the initial like in the her earlier
0: roles, she's only been in like 5 movies overall, but in her final movies it defaulted to the French spelling. So she became uh, so it was Kit Lefebvre. Okay. Uh, but in the first like two or three movies she did, she was Kit Lefebvre. Mm, because this Le was fever. her first movie. Yeah. This was literally her first performance. Mm-hmm.
1: And she got the star across from Catherine Hepburn, of all people.
0: Yeah, playing a hooker with a
1: heart of gold. Literally, actually, in this case. Because uh, she's, a, she's a pretty good, bright spot for the movie. I couldn't tell it was her first movie either. She definitely felt like she belonged with everybody else kind of impressive actually and i'm glad that um from what i saw the the uh the behind the scenes is that katherine hepburn really helped her through it yeah it's like she almost mentored her from what i had read from what i read from the interview
0: that's in Mm -hmm. the book that i had read online it's almost like she mentored her and helped her and walked her through it uh and how how everything goes down Mm -hmm. uh just to give you an idea of um some of the roles that she did end up doing afterwards Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me if you know any of these ones, J.D. Yeah. Her premiering role in, as Muriel and Grace Quigley. Oh yeah, we saw that one. Uh, how about the TV series, Tales from the Dark Side, playing oh, really? the voice of radio in the episode titled The Enormous Radio?
1: Oh, I definitely know that
0: one. How about the, um, che- it's the film Five Corners, where she played Esther? Oh yeah? And how about the Chevy Chase vehicle, Funny Farm, where she played young operator and and credited as Kit LeFevre. Oh. And that was actually, so only four movies. That was her final film.
1: All right. Those are actually pretty good things to be in, so. But yeah, she did a really good job in this movie. Everybody did a good job in this movie. I think that's what would probably be my highlight is that I like the actors in the movie. They all did a really good job. Yeah,
0: the performances are really, really great and you can kind of see that why when he did the writer's cut because that's part of, is that the writer's cut is what the they, they ended up showing mm-hmm. around to a lot of the critics after the fact, hoping to get Hepburn mm-hmm. another yeah. Oscar nomination.
1: Yeah, and She did a good job in this one, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you could tell that she had a passion for it, because this was like the movie uh, with... Um, what's his name? I see Christopher what, Reeves. What, what was the movie called? Street Smart. Street Smart, where it was a passion project that he had come across the script in the 70s, just like her. Same
1: thing. And they are very unique if you think about it. And she had wanted it, originally
0: Steve McQueen, but then he d- died. He died. He died. And he died died like a, a couple years before this. That's
1: movie. it. Yeah. Yeah. And like like I said, it's if, it's a fashion project, but it definitely feels like a unique idea for a movie. And uh, from what I saw the original, the original version of it, it definitely would have been more unique. But as it turned out, I think it was good enough. It could have been better overall, but. As a movie, it was fun. Yeah, but
0: the, yeah, the, the, the highlight of the film is Katharine Hepburn. I'm she's, sorry,
1: she's she's always good. She's, she's always really great. This one. Yeah, always great. The yeah, the actors are really good. Like I said, um, I guess it might as well go straight into the lowlights. Would be that um, the script wasn't great. Not really. Like I said it's more of a, a good idea than it is an execution in this movie. And yeah, that's, just, that's that's It's just that it's not executed. Like, there's a good
0: idea there. There's an interesting story to tell. The there are idea good moments of, in there. The idea of an elderly woman working with a hitman to, to perform uh, medically, uh, to perform assisted uh, suicide. Yeah, that, that there is a story there. There's a good story there. There's an interesting mm-hmm.
1: story there. And there's some good moments. I honestly in think it there. should have been a musical. But probably would have helped to stand out a bit more as a com- comedic aspect if it was actually. But yeah, like I said, it's. Or it should have stuck the tone. Is it a comedy? Is it a tragedy? Or is it a tragedy comedy Which probably would have would explain the final cut we actually got here is probably behind the scenes they couldn't figure it out where they were actually confused as, wait, is this a comedy? Is this a drama? Like I said, what the, are we the, doing the, here?
0: the film critics at cons mm-hmm. were upset, were angry after they saw that original cut.
1: Well, if... And
0: that made canon for the theatrical release. Like I said, cut out parts of the film and put that other
1: ending on it. Which I could see because if I'm looking at this movie objectively for what we were watching and then I imagine a different ending like the one you described there, I would have been disappointed. It also
0: depends on how it's... Mm-hmm it was portrayed if it was portrayed as she wasn't committing suicide she was just going into the water and then she changed her mind but then she got swept away that might be a difference in the fact that oh could be and then him going in to save her but he gets swept away too like I said that's a nice metaphor for what the movie's about
1: maybe that would have been the intent of the writer's cut which is the least seen version of the movie so who really knows yeah so we can only go with the version we have here and I think they managed to make it fine overall like i said it's a fine movie it probably could have been a better one and maybe it was i don't know but the version we have is fine it's like and i do think this ending works better for this version they were doing yeah because it was it's a lot more clear as to what's happening it's
0: um to to kind of quote here like well let me first say it's like so how would you score the movie probably
1: give it a three it was
0: fine yeah it was a three it's fine now because i'm like let me put the score it's like i'm not being influenced by him Mm -hmm. but he actually summed it up the best. Siskel, Gene Siskel, when he saw this movie, Mm -hmm. his descriptor for it Mm -hmm. is just simply, I gotta find the actual uh, thing. Sorry about that. I just had it a moment ago. (laughs) I hate that when it happens where I'm like, I had the wrong page open. Mm -hmm. He said said it's not an awful movie. It was just okay.
1: Yeah, it's okay. And as I said, it could have probably been better. And like, maybe the other cut was better. We never got to see it and i don't think anybody will ever get to see it at this rate um but like i said overall it's a fine movie it's definitely not one of the worst things we've no it's not and it's not one of the worst canon passion projects we've seen actually it's kind of like street smart where it's fine like it's a good idea maybe there's a better idea in there who knows okay so yeah this
0: is the exact one so his, his exact quote is gene siskel summed up the movie best with by saying the movie is better than awful, mm-hmm. but still disappointing. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's, it's about a three. It's like yeah, it's it's it's, it's 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 better than you think. It's not a bad movie.
1: No, it's actually not. It's fine.
0: But yeah, it is overall disappointing because the performances are, really are there. Bad. It's a real. It's, it's actually a good really. It's, a, it's a, It has an interesting concept. Uh, it could have been handled if it has handled even just slightly better. Mm-hmm. There's a it mm. could've it could have been an Oscar nominee. It's like it, it's, it's like there there was this could have been Cannon's early runaway train. Like that like it could have been a actual
1: yeah, at the same mem- remembered
0: movie other than just the footnote of it being Catherine Hepburn's last feature film.
1: At the same at the same time though, I can kinda of see why we ended up with the version we did because of that early cut it was yeah. a more of a mishmash. And now it's like so, but
0: but was it the direction, was it the yeah. script itself, was it the editing? We'll never know because we know that the acting Hmm. was great and it's not we're not just talking about the three principles of like uh hepburn nolte and lefevre we also had um the psychiatrist who was actually really good too That deserves a call out uh chip zine oh yeah playing dr herman um who who, who you might recognize as the voice of the titular character in howard the duck
1: (laughs) howard the duck was the therapist yeah 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 um Yeah, so you know, it's not one of the worst things we've watched, and I would overall recommend it just because it's something unique to see. But it's not going to blow you away. And yeah, he also Mr. Jenkins on the Newhart show. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, so I guess we'll wrap it up here. We don't got a whole lot else to say about this one.
0: I I think everything we had to say has been said better elsewhere. Probably this. Um, is but, but it's like as a, cu- a movie it's, as a curiosity. Mm-hmm. For the Canon, cat. well, it's not really a curiosity in Canon, but it's like, it feels like a curiosity for the Canon cat all. Well, I would think it's almost an essential
1: watch if you are doing Canon. Well, I will say one thing is that um, it's not a plug or anything for the company, but Kino Larber has it on Blu-ray, but it's always like really cheap on sale. Like, yeah. really cheap. It's definitely worth it if you can find it on sale. It's like, the,
0: okay, so off topic on that, it's like, these are the companies that usually have the Canon stuff. You're either going to get it on Kino Larber. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a, it's a very base model. It just has like a handful of things. No, no real special features mm-hmm. overpriced and out of print from either show or screen factory. Mm-hmm. And, and, but they, those will usually be you, next to the following yeah. one. Here are usually the ones that have the most special features regarding it or versions of it. Mm-hmm. And then you have vinegar syndrome which, which usually does the best quality versions out of all of them but with low print runs and yeah. and uh availability can be a little picky on it and more premium pricing for and more that. premium pricing because they're usually only a thousand copies but those are the yeah. three main uh, ways to get canon films either that or you find them on a random streaming service because mgm's catalog has most of the canon films yeah. in it and they've sold
1: it to every which way but loose you know yeah the only, um, the only thing i would say like in this case, movie's case is it's well let's be frank it's not a charles bronson or chuck norris movie so it's not going to get re-released a hundred times this is probably one of the few times you're going to be able to get it and, yeah, it's definitely and, worth and it the i price.
0: and i went was like I don't want to get Grace quickly. Ah, mm. well, I guess I'll finally get Grace quickly. Doesn't sound that. And I'm watching it, going, yeah, not a great movie, but yeah, if you're watching canon, you should check this one out. It's definitely worth seeing. I think overall, it, it's more of a curiosity. Like I said, it's it's it's, mm. it's worth it just for the performances. Mm. Um, yeah. that's I, I don't want to drag
1: this out anymore. So All it's right. like uh, yeah, Grace quickly, okay, movie yeah. recommended. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. We continue our cruise to the Canon catalog. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. We're Canon Films, and we're
1: dynamite. As a
0: favor to an nice hope and a good deed, they form a the partnership. To lay her friends to rest he took one look at me and killed over dead now if you would agree to a special group raid we could really make a killing soon their business starts booming who the hell are all these people what have you told them about me He's but a, a hitman can only go so far Sheba!
1: Catherine
0: Hepper. Do you mind calling me mom? And Nick Nolte. Mom. In Grace Quigley, a film that brings new meaning to the word life.